Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. We are finally, finally one week away from Eagles football, seven days away from Eagles training camp, which means we will finally have something to talk about through this dreary, dr- I don't even know the word, dreading, drowning, dreading, how's it, what's the, Wait, what's the, we dragging. don't have anything to talk about right now, dragging, and we're dragging. doing a we, podcast. We, we do now, dragging summer, this summer is dragging, nothing mm-hmm. going on with the Eagles, which we've said before is probably a good thing. But we're finally one week away from some action, some on-field action, a good look at these rookies, a good look at the offense and the depth chart and all the fun stuff. We cannot wait to dive into all that when that happens. But since we're one week out, we figured we'd hop on here and talk about some things that are happening with this Eagles team. We appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I am your host, as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly pod, which now includes threads. We have a uh, competitor to Twitter now, which I'll admit has probably dropped in interest since it's launched because I don't think threads is doing a job of not enough features, not fast enough. I think they, they needed to push things out, a follower page, uh, trending something, something had to happen for threads to really catch on uh, and compete with Twitter. I think the steam is dying off. We'll see what Zuckerberg and Meta have in the plans for the future, but you can follow me on all those platforms, Instagram, where I'm now verified. Finally, Finally, at least Zuckerberg put that through, so I'm verified on, on Instagram now. Elon will never get that check mark from me, so Twitter <laughs> Twitter is another story. But yes, follow me on all those social media platforms. Do the same for my co-host, Stephen Conrad Jr. You can follow him on Twitter at Stephen Conrad Jr. And follow him on Instagram at Real Stephen Conrad Jr., which I just found out recently was inspired by uh, LaShawn McCoy. I thought it was just you put Real because like so people knew it was the real profile but you did it because of the real shady mccoy oh, both. oh both. man i didn't know i didn't know until you quoted, I was definitely motivated by shady mccoy i didn't know you until you until you quoted uh my one article about from from shady when it was his birthday and you said he's the reason why my ig handle is the yeah. way it is so that's fascinating uh to find out but welcome back steven back on this show we took a vacation we took a bit of a hiatus to get our minds right get prepared for training camp and now we're here how do you feeling buddy don't roll your eyes. I don't know what you're rolling your eyes at. It's too early. It's too soon to be roll rolling your eyes, eyes man. <laughs> no, I didn't roll my eyes. Uh, well, the Phillies are fun during this time. They've been fun. Um, the Sixers are not. If you just listen to Daryl Morey, if you just had to hear, if you just heard what he had to say, not encouraging stuff over there. So, and Embiid's on the way out. So that's fun. All right, he can act like he's not. He can act like he's not. He can act like he's trolling, but he definitely intentionally made that comment. He definitely Whatever, he's not man. he's not you're a dumb. Falling, you're he's, taking his bait, man. He's not he's dumb. He's not an idiot. He says those things on purpose. You know damn well. Talking about the wrong things. Mm. This is an Eagles podcast. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he's not the one to blame. It's the GM. Mm. They need to make some changes. Mm. And if that means, I don't know what it means. But can we just? All right, look. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. We only lost to the Chiefs <laughs> by a few points. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's been some QB. I don't know what you want to talk about today, but I let me get some things off my chest. There's go ahead, been some go ahead. QB Floor is yours. Go ahead. Time and time again, some QB rankings, some better than others. The consensus, though, is if Jalen Hurts isn't in your top five, I'm not. I don't give a shit about your QB list. Mm. He's got to be in the top five. I think execs have him top six. I saw Justin Herbert ahead ah. of him on a recent execs list, and I know you you can't stand Justin Herbert for whatever reason. I like him as a player. Uh, I have him, that. or was it Trevor Lawrence? I forget who you have a problem with. Whoa, whoa, whoa. how is how is Justin Herbert better than Jalen Hurts? Well, they they they're looking from a I guess a sheer talent perspective, but all those people that think that Justin Herbert is ahead of Jalen Hurts on any QB rankings, I challenge you to go look at that wild card uh, box score against mm. the Jaguars, and you come back and tell me. And all if, of if, Justin Herbert's postseason yeah. performances, for that matter, has he yeah. even won a playoff game? Ah, yet, not yet. He will mm. get the bag, and he will get paid, and he's thrown. Well, he's for, great, think, but I'm just saying right now, heading into this season, I'm taking Jalen Hurts over. Has, has he thrown for the most yards in history through like three seasons or something like that? He's been in the league for three years now, right? Or four? How many years uh, has he been here? Three? I can't remember. Be. that. So wait, the 2020 class. So 2020, so 2020, 2021, 2020, so three years. And I think he's thrown mm. for the most yards ever for any quarterback through the first three seasons. So good on Herbert for that. But yeah, if you want to be considered good, got to win a playoff game. Which Hurts has won how many? Two, two of, which is tied for Dak Prescott. Yeah. For all of these, for all, for those of you keeping track at home, that is tied with uh, Dak Prescott. That is to- my turn. Oh, wrong. That's button. been the only entertaining aspect Dak is of this ass. offseason is watching those loser fans in Dallas just say the dumbest stuff on a daily basis, including their quarterback who came out and said, "I will not throw ten interceptions." I was about to say he's uh, he's right. He's not going to throw oh, ten. He'll no. throw twenty. He's going to throw twenty. Yeah, so he's not lying. He's not lying to nobody. First of all, Dak is ass. It's been so long since I got to hit that button, man. Feels good. First of all, Dak is ass. We'll be playing that all year long. Get used to it. Get used to it, people. Wait, but yeah, Dak apparently thinks. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you can't hear it. That's right, because we have the new software. Oh, I hit the Dak is ass button like five times. So, oh, man, why well, don't I have to figure out? I have to figure out how we can put that put that through. We're working with new software, guys. We'll figure. We'll figure that. We'll figure. No wonder why you looked confused. There's so much that, that goes into the show, man. Oh, yeah. by the way, this is going to be on YouTube. Full video episodes up on the Liberty Line YouTube Yeah, we do channel. that now. Pretty overlays. Looking he, nice. Vic always talks about all my like social media media handles and stuff. Um, can I just be honest, first of all? Obviously, go check out the YouTube video. But uh, oh, no. I'm kind of overwhelmed. There is way too many platforms. People, like, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, Twitter feels dead. I go on there, and I don't see anybody talking about Philly sports at all. Maybe it's just because it's the summer. What are we going to talk about in July? What do you want us to talk about? In the, know, it's in like the dead, dead, in the dead of July. Now. Like, what happened to everybody, man? I guess everybody's vacationing or oh, something. Yeah, you're taking this know. time to recharge. We spend nine months out of the year crying about the Sixers and the Eagles. You got to take this yeah. You got to take this time to recharge, get your mental health right, because these teams do challenge our, uh, our mental health. Speaking of mental health, the Sixers just officially announced that they have re-signed Montrez Harrell. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, speaking of your mental health, there you go. That's that's something that probably won't be good for it. We got like five centers on the roster now. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Daryl Morey has uh, up his sleeve there. But speaking of a team that actually knows how to build a roster and knows how to run an organization, the Eagles at long last have finally signed their final draft pick to their rookie deal in Keely Ringo. Steven, we were we were wondering. We were starting to think, hey, man, I know rookie, rookie uh, holdouts aren't really a thing anymore. But we were starting to think, like, what's the holdup, man? It's getting a little close. Getting a little close to signing that rookie deal, but yesterday yeah, he finally signs it. Finally signs <laughs> it. The rookie contract is projected to be worth roughly $4.6 million. It is going to carry a cap hit 
of around 950 k in 2023. So that officially uh, gets the entire 2023 draft class under contract. Good to get that taken care of ahead of training camp. Don't want that to become a story. Eagles probably wanted to make sure they had no drama surrounding them heading into uh, – into training camp. So Steven feels good to get Keeler Ringo in the contract. There was a scare for a second there. Like, I was, is he going to be a problem? What's going to happen? But feels good to finally get all the rookies inked up under contract. Nothing to worry about. What was the worry? That he was going to hold out. That just people saying, like, are, is he, is he going to hold out as a rookie? Is this what's going to happen? Is this what's going to happen? But there's some quarterback. Isn't there some quarterbacks out there not signed yet? Is Bryce signed? He's in Bryce a great signed? position, man. This is a place for him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd want to be thrown into the... I don't know, man. I mean... He has the benefit... He'll have the benefit of studying behind Darius Slay and, uh, and and James Bradbury. That's and there's what I'm guys, saying. There's guys and ahead of him. Those guys aren't going to be around forever. My goodness. Yeah. McPherson is there. You got Greedy Williams in here now. So, Keely Ringo definitely is going to be able to take his time, develop. He's not going to be thrown into guarding CeeDee Lamb right away. You don't want to... Jordan Davis last year, really, man. Yeah, I know. 26% of the snaps Jordan Davis played last year. That's definitely going to change. Um, 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 next season. But good to see Keely Ringo uh, signed, and I expect we will see him on the field at some point. We'll probably get a really good look at him in preseason when all the you know third, fourth stringers are out there. Excited to see that speed, at least that that uh, that uh, blazing forty time that he did post at the combine. So at least we can avoid the drama with Keely Ringo. Speaking of drama, Keely Ringo was uh, caught or spotted working out with a certain somebody in the middle mm. of a contract dispute of his own. And if you didn't see on Instagram, go check his profile. Kaylee Ringo was working out with one Buda Baker, who fans have made it loud and clear that he should be the last and final roster move that the Eagles need to make to propel them back into the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, as we all know, Buda Baker has left kind of breadcrumbs regarding Philly as a potential trade destination. He was doing me- media interviews with Kay Adams, saying how much he likes Nick Sirianni. He's talking to Darius Slay on Twitter, but Darius Slay talks to everybody. So take that for what it's worth. And now he's working out. With Keely Ringo, Steven, could this be just two friends working out in preparation for training camp? Probably. Or, as we all know, remember how the A.J. Brown situation went down. That started with a little workout with Jalen Hurts. We've said that before. So is this Keely Ringo saying, hey, man, hey, man, try to push, try to push coming here, man, how he can make it happen. If you're really unhappy there. recruiting. I mean, of of all the people to recruit to the Eagles, I mean, Keely Ringo's probably not first in line. But, hey, I'm just going by what I see on Instagram. And maybe Keely Ringo's putting a little bug in his ear. I don't know if they're friends. I haven't looked into their history of friendship or whatever. But apparently they're friends off the field. Maybe Keely Ringo's whispering, hey, man, we got some, hey, if you want to really truly come to Philly, how would you be open to it? Push, go, go back to the Cardinals and raise hell and don't settle for anything less in Philadelphia. What do you make of that? <laughs> well, I mean, where there's You're the one that wants the safety. are screaming for safety fire. all I mean, offseason long. It's nothing. Like, I mean, it's definitely not nothing, but – you know, at the same time, I wouldn't say it's everything, but hey, I got a little question for you. Mm. Chances of Howie Roseman trading for Buda Baker for Daryl Morey's overrated ass trades one of James Harden or Tobias Harris. Oh, the James Harden trade will happen before. I I, th- I give the Buda mm. Baker I give the Buda Baker trade like fifteen fifteen to twenty percent chance of happening. Like I don't, I don't think because the kind of money you're gonna have to pay him a lot of money. He's already like the fourth he's highest paid. He wants to be the highest paid. Yes, I don't. We all know we ran off all the stats and accolades that this man has. He's the only safety to be named to the Pro Bowl in the last four seasons, I believe. Certainly worth it. Is how he's going to invest that much money into his safety when they're on the record talking about how much they love Sidney Brown. He's a red star prospect. He embodies everything the Eagles stand for. He's flying around in OTAs. We're gonna get another good look at him in training camp. They love. 
what Sidney Brown brings. He signed Terrell Edmonds. Reed Blankenship played played well in the time that he was talking about somebody throwing to the fire. He was getting playoff snaps, and he picked off Aaron Rodgers and the whole bit. So maybe the Eagles kind of want to see where they're at in training camp at safety position. And if they're not impressed with what they see, then maybe they call Arizona and say, hey, man, you can get this guy out of your hair right before the season starts. You don't got to yeah, play games. You don't got to worry about it. We'll 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 make this deal happen right now. We'll 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 get we'll get ahead of this. You don't have to worry about it this year. We'll take them off your hands and go from there. Similarly to how they did with CJ and the Saints last season, they just probably if they trade for Buda Baker, they want to make sure they tie him down um, on long term. But I certainly think Harden gets traded. I think there's a very <laughs> much better chance of Harden getting traded. There are rumors going around that Harden intends for this to get ugly. If he doesn't get us, if he doesn't get this way, there are, that's the expectation around the league anyway. Is that this will get ugly? The great relationship that everybody was screaming about between Daryl Morey and James Harden—that's no more. Harden's over that, and I expect him to be moved. I don't know if it's the Clippers or the Knicks or whatever the rumors are, but Harden gets traded much more likely. There's a, there's a much more likely chance that that he gets moved before Buda Baker comes to Philly. If that answers your question, <laughs> wouldn't put anything past the Sixers though. Uh, hey, for all we know, maybe he's had a Sixers uniform to start the year, and he's raised. But the thing is, is if Harden starts the year on the Sixers, he's 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 gonna make he's gonna make a scene out of it. You know, he's not gonna go down quietly. He's gonna show up and make a scene. He's gonna do the whole nightlife thing, and he's gonna be a distraction. And I'm sure Daryl Morey doesn't want to doesn't want to deal with that. So I guess it's up to the teammates, like they try to do a Ben Simmons, work on the relationship, try and mend the relationship ahead of time and this is why Embiid feels the way he does he sees the writing on the wall I already did this shit with Ben Simmons yes I know Embiid hasn't been all that I don't, I don't mean for this to turn into a Sixers thing at this point uh but maybe Embiid sees I already did this shit with Ben Simmons I'm not doing this for James Harden how many damn teammates do I do, am I gonna have yes this one won me MVP but I want to win a championship now so it doesn't shock me in the least that he potentially has one eye looking out the door and I don't blame him Personally, I don't blame him. I'm not saying we should trade Joel Embiid, but I don't blame him for the way he feels. I really turned that into a Sixers segment. Didn't mean to, but but no, I, I think it's a 20% chance the Eagles trade for Buda Baker. That's that's how we ended up here. <laughs> All right. You sort of convinced me a little bit, but I'm not as opti- optimistic as you about the safety room, if I'm being 100 with you. Yeah, well, you're not a Sidney Brown believer just yet. You've made that known. You've made that known. I love Sidney Brown. I, I love the prospect of him. I like what he did in love school. the idea of Sidney Brown. Yes, I do. I like his I like his uh I like his turnovers he generated. I like how he hits. He plays downhill and I certainly like his agility. Uh we don't we don't know how how big of a role he's going to play in his rookie year and if how he's as serious. Reed Blankenship as we currently speak has proven more at the pro level. Is he the best safety on the roster right now? Shit, I mean when you get thrown in the fire and you pick <laughs> off Aaron Rodgers, I mean <laughs> Does Terrell does Terrell Edmonds start, do you think? He was it was it was he and Blankenship at and OTAs and we expect that to be the deal in uh in um in, in training camp so it's gonna be them starting but who's who's the uh, best it is a whole on the new defense I keep forgetting it's a whole new defense uh-huh. new defensive coordinator you got new DBs coach Denard Wilson's not here anymore Nick Rollis is gone the linebacker mm. coach you got Sean Desai in there it's more than just players it's more than just brand new safeties brand new linebackers you got new coaches in there too it's gonna be a lot going on. On the defensive side of all, you it lose to Hargrave. You gotta hope one of the young guys in the secondary. This is corners and safeties. Like one of them needs to like almost have signs of a breakout year this year. 
are fans are found are do you think fans are undervaluing what Javon Hargrave brought to us last year? Because I know that we don't talk about it as much because we assume Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, those guys are going to step in and contribute. But are we undervalued? How much do you think we're going to miss Javon Hargrave? Are, are we kind of underrating him a little bit? Are we undervaluing what he brought? I know he kind of got ran over a little bit in the run game, but as far as the pass rush is concerned, he was he was one of the top defensive tackles. I mean, the guys brought in. And the ones that are going to get more opportunity now since his departure project to probably either be as good as him, if not better, even early into their career, for being honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might see you might see signs of his like departure probably early in the season as the young guys are still kind of working their way, you know, into the pro game and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But a part of me does feel like the national media put all, too much stock into that. They're like and they don't even know how to pronounce his last name. If I had a dollar for every time a national media member said Hargrove, mm-hmm. this podcast would be off and running. Mm. We're already running. We're already running. But yeah, the, the people are looking at uh, sprinting. Jalen Carter, uh, Milton Williams, um, certainly Jordan Davis to take the next steps. Fletcher Cox isn't getting any younger, but he still uh, you know, played a role last season. But he's at the tail end of his career. will be interesting to see how much uh, the uh, – the uh, the turnover is going to affect the uh, the the. Remember the how mad defense. everybody was when Howie initially re-signed Fletcher Cox to that contract? Because I think at the time, that's it was like ten million dollars. You got a lot. I think we had lost Slay at the time, right? Was that like gave, around that time? He gave somebody his money. We gave somebody his money, and everybody was what was it was upset about it. But Cox is going to finish his uh, his career as an Eagle, and that's the way it's going to go, and that's the way it probably should go. He was close to being a Steeler, I want to say. Uh, I think really. Or a jet, something, something like that. I can't remember now, but he was definitely close to going to another team, and he came back. Uh, he and Brandon Graham. So uh, good on, good on them. Speaking of guys that want to retire as Eagles, Deshaun Jackson teased it, teased it. I don't know if this was intention. A lot of athletes are doing this now on social media. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I was hinted, confused by this whole thing. Hinted toward retirement on Instagram. He posted a picture of himself in the Ravens jersey and said, "I did it my way, 15 years strong, never another like it." So that led me to believe and most people to believe like, okay, this is a sign towards retirement. You know, this time I I doubt Deshaun Jackson wants to take part in any sort of training camp at this point. But I doubt teams are clamoring for services. You know, nobody's kicking the door down right now for uh, for Deshaun Jackson. And he did state on the I Am Athlete podcast a little bit ago that he's open to returning in 2023. And if the Eagles come calling or somebody comes calling when they need another body for a Super Bowl run or a playoff run, he would be there. Um, but I then after this it. post, yeah, well, who 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 wouldn't grab another guy like uh, Deshaun Jackson if you need him in the playoffs? You know, to stay healthy for two, three games—that's all we mm-hmm. need you for. Um, but then he turns around, Deshaun Jackson, and posted on his story. They reaching my last post. I guess he's referring to us and the media. They're reaching mm. on my last post. It wasn't a retirement post. I just had to get some stuff off my chest. Y'all will know when the boy retires with Eagles emojis. So again, he's referencing uh, retiring. As an eagle, he wrote that on his Instagram story the next day after we all saw that news and wrote about it and potted about it and the whole bit <laughs> talking about uh, Deshaun Jackson. So well, we thought his career might potentially be over, but apparently he still is intending to play for somebody next season. So, Stephen, my question to you, I know Deshaun Jackson is one of your all-time favorite eagles. You grew up especially in that era. I grew up in the McNabb era. You grew up in kind of the Michael Vick-ish era, so it makes sense why uh, Deshaun Jackson is up there on your list of top eagles, as he should be. For any Eagles fan, I'll read, I'll read, I'll read you his career stats, 641 receptions, 11,263 receiving yards, 58 touchdowns, 1,315 punt return yards, and four punt return 
touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson also currently holds the NFL record for most 60-plus yard touchdowns and is second behind Jerry Rice for the most 50-plus yard touchdowns in his career. Arguably one of the greatest, arguably the greatest deep threat in, in, in NFL history. So my question to you, Stephen, is does he make it to the Hall of Fame when it's all said and done? Is he a Hall of Famer? Do you think he gets in? Is he sneaking? I mean, is he squeezing? Those are he'd have to. I mean, a lot of people, like you just said, regard him as the best deep threat of all time. I, you know, I got, I don't know the criteria or whatever, but um, man, to have those many records, right? Like to be in that company, I feel like mm-hmm. you'd have NFL to NFL record, be, right? the most sixty-plus yard touchdowns in NFL history. Is that enough to get you into the Hall of Fame? It's a I don't think he makes it. I don't think he does. Really? He'll have that record, but I don't know if that's enough to put you in the Hall of Fame. And it's not like I don't, he had, like, I don't know. And he only has four punt return touchdowns. So it's not like he was like, he was a great returner, but it's not well, like the numbers shout. Not like his number shout. I'll tell you what, he did beat our ass every single time against the Eagles. When he went to the Redskins, he racked up like 600 yards on us when he went to, to the Redskins after Chip, as we all know, so infamously decided to cut him. For hey, he can reason. come here and play special teams in the postseason for us, too. You want him as the punt returner in the postseason? That's what you yeah. want? Yeah. All right, that's that's fine. How about how about another question? To all 2010s, since we're on the uh, topic, Lashawn McCoy just recently celebrated his 35th birthday. He has 15,000 scrimmage yards. That's a lot. 89 total touchdowns. Six-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, 2013 NFL rushing champion. Led the lead. I think he led all running backs in uh, in, in rushing yards between 2010 and 2019. Led all running backs yeah. in that nine-year span. He's a Hall of Famer. Can, and or y'all you can scoff yeah. at it. Y'all can scoff at it. Y'all can laugh at it. You can put asterisks, but he is a two-time Super Bowl champion. I know he wasn't active for the Bucks or the Chiefs, but he has two rings. He has two rings. He's about to be on TV. Well, he is on TV, but hey, he I'm really hoping rings. he's... He has two rings. You, y'all, can, y'all can say what you want about it, but hey, hey, you got two rings. And if you got two rings and all those other accolades, I think that I think that gets you to the Hall of Fame. He certainly has a better chance to get in than Deshaun Jackson, I, I think. That is nuts mother- from 2010... To That's 2019, the most rushing yards, yes. From running back. Yes. Well, I mean, rushing yards, they're all running backs, yes. He led the league in rushing yards for that nine-year span. I think that's enough to that's get a long you career. And you got to compare You got to compare the other running backs that got in with those yep. numbers. I think, I, think he, uh, I, think, I think he has a chance of, uh, of, uh, of, of getting in. Man, those 2010 teams, we really got robbed of a Super Bowl. I think they could have won one if they all stayed together. Instead, we had Kiko Alonso. And, uh, you know, we're watching Miles Austin instead of Deshaun Jackson. So we got robbed several times. Got robbed a lot of times. It is what it is. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So we talked briefly a little bit about the, the, the linebackers, and I know we mentioned on prior pods that we wanted to talk about some uh, some free agent ones that could be on the Eagles' uh, radar. So I have compiled six of them, Stephen, six linebackers that are currently free agents that the Eagles could uh, potentially be interested in because we all know it's Nicobe Dean and the Nicholas Moreau show. Maybe Christian Ellis sneaks on the field as a starter if he impresses in, uh, in training camp. But remember, Nicholas Moreau's deal is not guaranteed, no guaranteed money, so they're not tied to him in any way. 
if he does underwhelm in training camp, although he did lead the league or lead the uh, Chicago Bears last season in tackles. So I'm going to read off some names to you, Stephen. I, I don't know how many you're going to recognize, but I'll, you can give me a mm. yes or no afterwards, and we'll see where we're at. So first on my list, free agent linebackers, Quan Alexander. Quan Alexander, I think, is still one of the top linebackers available, just 28 years old, spent his first four seasons in Tampa Bay, and was a pro bowler in 2017 before he went to the 49ers, uh, where he helped them reach a Super Bowl. He's a nine-year veteran, spent last season with the Jets, recorded 69 tackles, uh, six for a loss in 12 starts. Health has been an issue. Is this a guy that you'd be interested in? Do you know who Quan Alexander is? Let me start yes, there. Yes, of course. And yes, I would do it. That actually would be a nice, probably at the very least, veteran uh, body and mindset to have alongside Nicobe Dean to ease it up, you know, ease up his... I mean, he's got... If we're being honest, man, I think I said this on a previous podcast episode. Nicobe Dean's got like people might have the most pressure on him out of any player on this mm-hmm. roster. Yeah, I think he does. Is he and Jordan Davis? They're the ones that got to step up. You've former Georgia man. players. You're already mentioning the other Georgia players coming in. It's up to y'all to come in and uh, do that. Next linebacker available, Miles Jack. I think he could step into. <laughs> I think he could step in to a uh, to a starting role. Is he the guy that crushed? Um. No, no, never mind. That's someone else. That's someone else. Who crushed Mason Rudolph with that helmet? It wasn't Miles Jack, was it? Who, who like hit him upside Are you sure the head? It wasn't him. If it wasn't him, was he the one that? Damn. That, yeah, that, I'll that, take him. That, that's smashed Mason Rudolph's head in with the because uh, he what he played for the Steelers. But now I'm trying to remember um, if that was him that hit Mason Rudolph uh, uh, upside the head with the helmet when Mason Rudolph said whatever he said. I'm going to assume he called him a slur of some sort because you don't get that mad. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, Miles. Oh, Miles Garrett. Oh, never mind, never mind, man. Well, there goes that. I knew somebody named Miles did it. I couldn't remember. It was definitely Miles Garrett. He smashed his. It was that was a that was that was a hell of a game. But yes, Miles Jack <laughs> to get back on track. Turns twenty eight years old in September and has posted a missed tackle rate below ten percent in three straight seasons. Uh, he has seventy six defensive stops against the run over that span. That's twelfth among off ball linebackers per pro football focused. Uh, you know, Sean Desai said he wants his defense to be felt. I think Miles Jack's speed and physicality would kind of help embody that message, Stephen. When you hear a name like Miles Jack, are you shocked that he's still a free agent? Would you be interested in the Eagles chasing him? Yeah, I don't him? get that. That's why I was sitting here. You would think he was confused. signed with somebody. You think he was signed somewhere by now? Would he play? Is he like? He was good on the he Jaguars. Like remember? Outside, would he, he play outside backer, obviously. Yeah, right? off ball. Off ball. He, start he, over. He, he, he could play a lot in a. And uh, in coverage, I think he would he would bode well within the Kobe Dean. Had a very good career yeah, with the I mean, Jaguars. He was all over the field, two for two so far. He was all he was all over the field with uh with, with the Jaguars. Uh, next name I'm intrigued with Dion Jones. Now he's coming off the worst statistical season of his career, but I think he's still talented. Uh, he's young, 28, 29. He's not even thirty oh, yet. Dion Jones. Uh, Jones has logged five 100 plus tackle seasons along with five defensive touchdowns. So he's a playmaker. He finds the ball. He he goes to the ball carrier, and he finds the end zone when he does get the ball. And as a rookie, he was named to the PWF, uh, PFWA All-Rookie Team and also earned a Pro Bowl nod one year later. Uh, Deion Jones played in 59% of the snaps for Cleveland last season, finished with 44 tackles, two and a half sacks, and an interception. But I think if he's something that can help him tap into what he was in Atlanta I think that would be a good guess. I know Deion Jones is quick. He could kind of run all over the field. We'll have to see if he can kind of tap into what he what he was able to 
while playing with the Falcons. Any interest in Deion Jones, Steven? I, I'm, you're three for three with these. Yes. I mean, anything's oh, better than Christian Ellis and Nicholas Morrow. <laughs> yeah. You want to see Christian Ellis and OTAs. He was looking good. He was looking good. He's a bigger guy too. He would play well with, uh, with, uh, with, with Nicobe Dean, who was obviously, uh, kind of undersized for, but Deion Jones, I think he has the speed to kind of do, uh, with Sean Desai, I assume what he wants to do on defense. Yeah, Deion Jones. Say, is, we got to consider that. We got to consider that first and foremost. And he's only 28. Yes, his age. He is also only 28. So a lot of linebackers. I guess I just because he's like been in the league for a while. Heard his he's name been, for a while. He's been productive for a long. That's a lot. Been, that's a lot. Yeah, Five hundred plus tackle seasons. I'll take anybody who can tackle the ball. And these aren't like Alex Singleton tackles. These aren't like oh they ran over me for 15 yards and I'm just the last guy of defense and I tackled him. No, these are good. Get get your nose in the middle and go ahead and tackle that ball carry. So that is good too. Uh, Zach Cunningham is also a free agent. Three years ago, Zach Cunningham led all NFL linebackers with 99 solo tackles while appearing in 16 games for Houston. Uh, last season, though, injuries limited him to just six games with the Titans, but he's only 28 as well, and I'm sure eager to earn a roster spot. He's another proven inside linebacker. He has extensive starting experience. I liked Zach Cunningham when he was healthy, very productive with the Texans. I think as long as health you know, permits, I think he'd be a good get next to N'Kobe Dean uh, in the middle of that defense. Do you like Zach Cunningham, or is he going to be the first guy that you're like, ah, I'm, I'm good off him? Do you know who he is? I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, I've heard I of his so. name. I thought so. I've heard of his name. <laughs> Speaking of guys I'll pass on, Rashawn Evans is probably a guy I would pass on, only because I just watched a highlight of DJ Moore burning Rashawn Evans. Now, he shouldn't be in the direct pass coverage anyway, but uh, DJ Moore just burned this guy last season do you remember the do you remember the game where dj moore caught the touchdown against the falcons and then he uh and then he like took his helmet off and it pushed and he he so he caught it was like it was like a minute left 26 i think it was 26 to 20 oh i think i remember this 26 to 20 dj moore caught catches a deep touchdown quarterback in that game for the panthers uh pj walker pj walker bombed it i think i remember dj moore caught it uh, he caught it. Obviously, he's hype. He took his helmet off, which you're not allowed to do. Penalized, pushed him mm-hmm. back 15 yards. The extra point was like 48 yards, and they missed it. Luckily, they won oh, the game in overtime. God, they won the game in overtime. Mm. Remember when D. Jack threw the ball backwards yeah. before he got in the end zone yep, against the, the Dallas Cowboys? Monday night game. Yep. Yeah. Blunders, blunders. But DJ Moore was hype. Took his helmet off. Uh, they missed the extra point. Went to overtime. They won the game in overtime. Thankfully. Um, and you're but, speaking of like celebrations. Let's just bring this up. It's it surfaced on my Twitter. Do you remember that celebration uh, on the Chris was the Christmas Eve or Christmas Day game against Dallas? Devontae Smith goes over to the Salvation Army thing and robs uh, yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I remember yeah. everybody being pissed about that. Like every guy's like, "Oh, just stealing from charity." Oh, classless look. Oh, okay, blah, blah, Zeke blah. literally jumps in the damn thing all the time. <laughs> Yo, he put the ski mask on and robbed him. Now I know we lost the game. Obviously, that we win that crazy. game with Jay, but that he put the crazy. ski mask on. That's how you know Smitty's like a quiet savage, though. Like he don't say a lot. Yeah, he's but he's, a, like he's a savage underneath. He's a savage underneath all that. Uh, but yes, that's why we brought up Rashawn Evans because he was the one that got beat on that touchdown that DJ Moore scored on. Uh, But last year with the Falcons, Evan posted a career high, 159 combined tackles while starting all 17 games. Um, Not the greatest in coverage. He allowed 112.6 passer rating when targeted. That's tied for the worst mark of his career. About 27 years old, fresh off a career year. Might be might be something there, Stephen. But I'm going to I kind of just talked myself out of it as we're doing this. He's probably the guy I'm going to say now we're better off uh, not grabbing. What say you? 
Never heard of him. I appreciate you running it down. Um, I didn't know much about him either until I looked on the list of free agent linebackers and said, oh, shit, who's this guy? I mean, again, I just – a part of me, when you mention some of these names, I don't want a guy that's going to pressure – not that it should matter too much, but I don't want a guy that's going to pressure uh, Nakobe Dean too much, somebody that would be primarily an inside guy, you know, somebody that can maybe – but at the same time, perhaps that's a good move because you need some insurance in case, well, one, if N'Kobe Dean gets injured, which nobody's considering, considering, I mean, come on, man, his health was, hasn't been great. Well, you have to, we have to consider, we have to consider, uh, we have to consider since, since. No, it seems like the main narrative everybody's bringing up is his development. Yeah. No, I'm saying as a team, I doubt we're going to have the same injury luck that we did last year. Like, yes, Jalen got banged up and yes, Lane Johnson played through an injury, but for the most part, we, we, we were healthy. I, we didn't lose anybody for a substantial amount of time, and I highly, highly doubt we're going to be that lucky this time around. Somebody's going to get hurt. We might, might be AJ, might be Smitty, might be one of the corners. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to have to pick up the slack. And I'll say right now, if AJ or Smitty get injured, and you're playing, you're playing Quez and Sakias right behind them, and you got like Joseph Nada and Greg Ward, uh, Britton Covey. I don't, I don't know. This is why I'm pushing for Jarvis. Hey, do not Jarvis. sleep on slot wide receiver, spread out wide, Kenneth Gainwell. Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be DeAndre Swift if they're going to throw somebody hey, out there in the saying, slot. It's going to be Swift. Tuesday, July 18th, right. ladies and gentlemen. Remember I said this. If they're putting anybody in the slot, the game. it's going to be DeAndre Swift. Uh, they'll, they'll throw they him in the slot for anybody. They can That's both fine. do it. My last linebacker, free agent linebacker that I think would be a good get for the Eagles, Kyle Van Noy, who's the oldest of the bunch, um, but uh, but uh, 32 years old. He can fit multiple roles on the defense, though. Over the last four seasons, 159 tackles. 22 and a half sacks, 41 QB hits, and 22 passes defended. You missed just two tackles with the Chargers last season, played primarily as a run defender. Steven, we all know the Eagles value versatility. Kyle Van Noy is kind of older on the tail end of his career, but if they want a guy that can wear a lot of hats, get in the middle of that defense, and bring a lot of experience to the position, I think Van Noy would be a good get for them. Once again, I'll actually agree with you on this one. I am A-OK with it. Do you have any idea what the, like, any idea how much these guys would be getting paid? Oh, no. Like, yeah, I mean, league, min, league minimum, I'm sure at this juncture, it's, it's oh, going to okay, be August soon. Yeah. We're not signing right, anybody yeah. to $10 million deals. I'm with it. I think Kyle Van Noy would be a, uh, uh, like I said, a lot of experience, um, and I think that he has a lot of things that he could potentially teach Nicobe Dean and those guys, especially a guy as versatile as him that can play edge rusher, play in coverage, can do whatever the Eagles ask him to do. So uh, good on that. So those are my kind of six linebackers I have as far as free agents are concerned. I would be very shocked if the Eagles decided not to bring another body in here. I think I think maybe maybe when training camp gets underway and the first two days are done, they're like, yeah, we'll need somebody else. Patrick Queen, still on our radar. He's a guy that the mm. Eagles, the Ravens didn't pick up his option. They might want to get something for him before he walks for nothing next season. We'll see how that goes. But Patrick Queen is somebody that I'm sure Howie has, uh, has on his radar uh as well but that's all i got for as far as linebackers i know steven you're big on safeties i think we need help at linebacker i'm down for buddha baker patrick queen whoever they decide to trade for i would be down uh for that so yeah seven days away from training camp before we get to see closer closer to the real on-field product and preparing to get back to the super bowl any final uh thoughts for you steven before we put a bow on this one just so ready for it to begin i need it almost as much as i need air water i miss it i miss this team i miss i miss things mattering i miss accountable athletes uh 
I miss who's not a, who's not accountable. Who's not accountable? Who are we who are we referencing here? Accountable, I accountable professionals. Oh, got it. Got it. Makes sense. Because oh, are, are you playing devil's advocate? You think it's oh. okay? Daryl Morey has seven. I knew you. Were, I was just making sure you were referencing okay, Morey. That's like, all. I just want to make. I sure. just, mm-hmm. All right. I just. All right. If you couldn't tell by the sure. by the way this podcast is going, we're not, we are can't stand where the Sixers are doing right now. They I brought back B-ball Paul, which is fine, uh, but I'm not going to sit here and applaud a fish for swimming. Like bring back the players you're supposed to bring back, bring back the players. I didn't realize you how much sports mattered. Uh, Philly sports mattered to me until this dry ass summer we're having, man. Yeah, yep. It's just, I will say though, good. it's fun. Like I've always been a very, very, very casual Phillies fan, and honestly, the first couple months of the season are so boring. But now it feels like it's starting to pick up. Yeah, yeah, it's getting they're getting going now as they always do around August, September. That's how they tend to tend to do it. Start off slow, get hot. Harper's starting to hit with more power. Uh, Schwarber's still hot as ever. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, hopefully, the Phillies, you know, stay hot and go from there. Just won a series off the Padres, which is not easy to do. They're a pretty good team, I think. I was just they there got for a they got Tatis. Soto. Yeah, Jesus. I was at the park for like ten hours. Yeah, they got Tatis, uh, Xander. They got future Philly Juan Soto. So uh, all right. I'm just saying. Where is that coming from? Uh, you know, rumors are cool. Or read thelibertyline.com and you would know. You would know. Go follow thelibertyline.com for all five coverage. Too busy of, writing. For all, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All coverage of all five uh, major Philadelphia sports. Eagles, Philly, Sixers, uh, the Union. Um, who else is there? And the Flyers, who apparently drafted somebody mm. really good who's not going to come over for like eight years. So that's good on them. Follow me, Victor Williams, on all social media platforms, including threads. Do the same for Steven at Steven Conrad Jr. Be sure to follow the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to leave those reviews and rate five stars. All of them do help with the exposure of the show as we ramp back up for uh, NFL training camp and the Eagles uh, specifically. We'll be back this week, maybe to preview training camp a little bit, talk about whatever is going on maybe preview the schedule we'll take a look at that and see where perhaps the eagles might get their first loss but until then get excited for training camp guys we're just seven days away we'll catch y'all on the next one peace out from the philly pop you know how to book flights and hotels All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.